is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I will try to take some calls, probably the latter half of hour three. Lots to get to. Very interesting. People, did you see the article in the Washington Post? I said, no, I don't read the Washington Post. How many of you read the Washington Post? Exactly. Well, did you see a White House spokesman attack you? Did a White House spokesman attack me? That's interesting. If I were a White House spokesman, I would attack me too. I despise Biden. I despise his regime. I despise what they've done to the country. I despise how they treat our armed forces, our police officers. I despise how they're impoverishing Americans. I despise what they're doing on the border. Terrorists coming across for sure. Well, you don't know that, Mark. I guarantee it. I despise this administration. So if I'm a paid-for Biden hack on the payroll, a staffer, I would attack Mark Levin, too. And I wear his badge of honor. Some guy named Andy Bates. Is he from the Bates Hotel, Mr. Producer? These guys work for a man in Joe Biden who was a racist and segregationist. In the early part of his career. And they look at me. And then the Washington Post. I forget the guy's name. He's the media guy. He's always a sleazeball. Picks up the Media Matters story. Picks up what the anonymous CNN person said. Regurgitates it. Jeremy Barr. He's the media critic. Don't you know? The media and poor Wolf Blitzer. Can I mention his name, Mr. Producer? Don't ever mention his name. So what is it that Mark did? Let me read you this. This is what I just posted. And just remember this. You are right to hate the media, like the vast majority of Americans do. You are right. You are right all about it. 
It's a political operation that hates your guts, that hates America and hates Israel. Certainly hates me. And so I'm wearing this as a badge of honor. Bring it on, boys. Bring it on. And I'm going to still kick you in the nuts. Never again, media, whether you like it or not. The media cannot stop lying. Using Soros' Media Matters to front group. As their source and using their spin, the sickening statement from an anonymous CNN spokesman. Why anonymous? And then, of course, the Washington Post, which was silent during most of the Holocaust. And now to top it off, a Biden regime propagandist. It won't work. As they hang on the words were or weren't. Did he say were or weren't? Well, it must have been weren't. Wow. What an earthquake. The media have been horrendous in their coverage of the October 7th slaughter of Israeli Jews and their subsequent use of Hamas lies, including the notorious reporting about the Gaza hospital, which they blamed on Israel. The use of Hamas statistics. It's a terrorist group, including notorious reporting about the Gaza hospital, which they blamed on Israel and the use, as I said, of those statistics and Biden administration talking points. And I'm going to get to that big time. And the relentless insinuations and worse about Israel and its military killing civilians. It's sickening. The Israelis attacked an ambulance. Hamas immediately says, look, they're killing civilians. The media run with it. Israel says, we're not killing civilians. There were terrorists in that ambulance. The New York Times and Washington Post essentially covered up the Holocaust as it was occurring. The New York Times actually issued a quasi-apology in 2001. The Washington Post still has said nothing to the best of my knowledge some 80 years later. But they're worried about the word were or weren't. And the Biden administration is undermining Israel's ability to defeat Hamas while claiming to support it. We saw that coming a long time ago. I am not going to allow the corporate media, the corrupt, partisan propagandists for the Democrats in this administration, and frankly, for Hamas and anti-Semites. I am not going to allow the corporate media and their numerous propagandists to get away with their hate and lies. Period. Never again will the media be free to push a hateful narrative without pushback from me and conservatives like me. They can try and use the words, was it were or weren't? It's got to be weren't. That fits our narrative. To distract from what is really happening and ask a Biden lapdog staffer for his input, but it won't work. Then the media and Biden have yet to call, yet to call any of the members of Congress who would not even vote to condemn what happened to the Jews on October 7th, anti-Semites. No, 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 we can't call them anti-Semites, right, CNN? All but one of whom is a Democrat. That's why. They exist to promote Democrats and Biden. Indeed, when anti-Semitism has reached historic highs in our country, Joe Biden refuses to call out specific colleges, groups, media personalities, and Democrats for spewing their poison. Why? Biden and his media are a disgrace. And I will remain unrelenting. I encourage all of you in this audience, people of good faith, who stand for humanity against terrorism and anti-Semitism, 
to join me in saying to the media, to the Democrat Party, the Biden administration, colleges and universities and their students and professors, never again. I'm not going to be intimidated. And neither should any of you. I'm going to tell you something that I haven't said yet, but it seems like the right time. I told my brother's son, I told my nephew, when he left our country to go to Israel several weeks ago to fight these terrorists, which is exactly what he's doing as I speak to you. I told him, I am not going to sit quietly while the American media turn Israel and its heroic fighters into the perpetrators rather than the defenders, because I knew they would. And true to form, they have. Don't you agree with me, Wolf Blitzer? Apparently not. In my own case, there's no price too high for me to pay speaking out in our country against the media Democrat cabal compared to what the people in Israel are going through or even the people in the United States. Twist, spin, deceive, false narratives, and lies. That defines the Washington Post. That defines CNN. That defines all the reprobate surrogates who use tax-exempt status to pretend that they're bipartisan charities to smear anybody who disagrees with them. Like nice little Marxists. That's why the media are despised by a large majority of the people, and rightly so. Jeremy Barr, you want to come on this program? You want to have a chat with me? You enough guts to do it? Let's do it. Wolf Blitzer, you want to come on this program? You want to have a chat with me? Let's do it. Jay Tapper, you want to come on this program? You want to have a chat with me? Let's do it. Andy Bates, coward, buffoon, moron, which you must be to work for Biden. You want to come on this program, tough guy? Let's do it. But they won't. Because there's phonies and frauds and liars. I posted for you so I don't waste your time this evening, what I said last evening, discussing this entire topic. Even though I spent 15 minutes on it, Mr. Bidu, something like that, 20 minutes, the Washington Post cherry-picked. Then they go to their friends at the White House, because they are one of the same. Do you have a comment on Mark Levin's attack on Wolf Blitzer? If I wanted to attack Wolf Blitzer about his heritage and his background, I'd know how to say it explicitly in detail. That certainly was not the point. My point is whether it's him, Tapper, or anybody else in the media, at the Post, the New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, where's your compassion? Where's your humanity? How is it that you're so immoral that you don't know good from evil? How is it that you continue to immediately knee-jerk attack Israel? You know who's killing the civilians in the Gaza Strip. You know how they're killing the civilians in the Gaza Strip. You know they're stealing the food, the medicine, the fuel, taking it from the hospitals and the people there. 
You yourself say out of one side of your mouth that the people there, the Palestinians, they don't support Hamas. They're not like Hamas, despite the fact they voted them in. And yet, it's Hamas that controls Gaza. Everything that goes in and out. You're sickening, Jeremy Barr. You're grotesque. You're a liar. To take media matters spin, which is what they've done to Rush in the past. God bless him. God bless him. Hannity, they do to Fox endlessly, and the media love it. Think of it this way. Why wouldn't the media that accept Hamas's spin, why wouldn't the media that accept what Joe Biden is doing and now in undermining the state of Israel, why wouldn't the media that has covered up what's been going on at the border for the longest time, why wouldn't they lie and spin about yours truly? They will. And they do. I want you to go on the internet. And I want you to look up CNN. And I want you to look up the Washington Post. And I want you to look up all the information that's been said about how they have been sleazily attacking Israel even before this war. Who can forget the New York Times where Donald Trump is holding a leash and in that leash is a dog. No, excuse me. It's the Prime Minister of Israel. That's anti-Semitism. Who can forget that? They do. Who can forget that the New York Times covered up the Holocaust? They do. You think I'm going to sit here with this platform and other platforms, or even with no platform, and watch this happen a second time? We don't need historians to write about what happened on October 7th and how the media covered for the enemy. Why didn't people speak out in the 1940s? I can't answer that. But I'm speaking out right now. And there's not a damn thing any of these bastards are going to be able to do about it. Not one of them. And to show you how pathetic they are, did he say were or weren't? I'm not the one voting down resolutions condemning terrorists. That's their party. I'm not the one marching in the streets with swastikas talking about the elimination of Israel and the obliteration of the Jews. That's their party. I'm not the one covering for the Biden administration, two-faced, backstabbing, blinking, and the rest. Go out in the public, talk about their great support for Israel, and then behind the scenes are undermining them every step of the way. What kind of army can fight a war when it's told that you're surrounded the enemy, now we need a ceasefire? You hear it from Durbin, you hear it from Blinken, you hear it from Biden, and you know who else hears it? The enemy hears it. Communist China hears it. Fascistic Russia. The inbred in North Korea. The Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran. And of course Hamas and Hezbollah. They hear the United States of America speaking through the executive branch, speaking through the Democrat Party, speaking through the American media, pressuring Israel 
to let the terrorists go. And now they're leaking it all over the media that they're pressuring Israel to back off. The same media, the same sickening, pathetic, in many ways anti-Semitic, anti-American media that turns on you, conservatives, and me. They mean nothing. They're irrelevant. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new gold IRA company integrity checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA company integrity checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious Metals Jeremy Barr at the Washington Post, the media writer, in other words, a radical left-wing coup. Jeremy, I mentioned several things about the media here, about your paper, the Washington Post, and World War II. Are you going to you going to write about that? I mentioned several things about what the media in this country have done since October 7th. Are you going to write about that? Are you going to run to the White House and ask for a comment? What are you going to do? I never forget. Listen to the latest. Israeli inspectors earlier this week uncovered several oxygen concentrators meant to aerate the tunnels operated by terror groups in Gaza, two senior Israeli officials said. These weren't for the use in hospitals, but below them. That's why they were smuggled among boxes of cookies. More on that when I return. Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new gold IRA company integrity checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA company integrity checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious Metals. 
This is the nation's town hall meeting, and you can join in at 877-381-3811. Let me ask you a question, folks. How many Americans have died as a result of the open border, fentanyl, and others, drugs, and perpetrators, and so forth, as a result of Biden's immigration policies? How many Americans? I looked in the New York Times. I went back as far as I could. I don't subscribe to it. Others do. I didn't see any data. Maybe we'll have to go to Hamas for that. And perhaps the Washington Post has the data, but it's not easy to find. How many? Don't they care? Don't they care how many Americans are dying as a result of the open borders policies? Tell me, how many... Aliens have died on our southern border as a result of the open borders policies. I'm not talking about murdered. I'm talking about died. Where have they gone? Who are they? What about terrorism? What about crime? Where are media? They've done very little to cover it. A story of such magnitude, national security, criminal issues, the welfare of the American people. They're too busy, the Praetorian Guard media, protecting Biden, protecting the Democrats. Why? Because they're Biden Democrats. That's why. More stories have been written about me in the last two days than the number of people who've died on the border, number of terrorists coming in in the last two days on the southern border. That's how sick these bastards are. Biden's open border policies has led to the death of tens of thousands of American citizens and others. In fact, fentanyl is coming across the border in such large amounts. The FBI director said they've seized enough to kill 270 million people. Meanwhile, the Biden regime has turned aggressively against Israel. Notice Andy Bates hasn't been asked about this. Andy, what's the difference between the word word and weren't? Ah, anti-Semite. They've turned aggressively against Israel. It does not want Israel to win the war. Biden does not, just like he doesn't want Ukraine to win the war. He just wants them to keep fighting. That'll all be explained Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox. You're not going to want to miss it. And same with the Sunday program. The full hour, Ted Cruz. Full hour. You're going to love them. Fantastic shows. But what's going on? Now, why do I bring this up? Well, why do I keep bringing it up? Joe Biden is more concerned about what's going on in Gaza there than he is about our own border and the number of people who are dying in our country as a result of his policies. Do you realize Joe Biden's been to Israel more times than he's been to the southern border, Mr. Producer? And he hasn't been there to support Israel. Oh, yeah, he says it. The media regurgitates it. That's the propaganda. He's there to pressure Israel and try to get them to have a ceasefire so they lose another war. But Netanyahu, who they hate, they hate him at the Washington Post. They hate him at CNN. They hate him at the New York Times. They hate him at MSNBC and all the rest. Says no. They're surrounded. What kind of army 
has a ceasefire in the middle of defeating an enemy. Joe Biden's army, apparently. But listen to this from Politico. These are leaks by the Biden administration against our ally Israel in the middle of a war. And they know who to go to. Ready for this? U.S. officials have asked the Israeli military to explain its airstrike on a densely populated refugee camp in Gaza this week after the attack killed dozens of people, according to U.S. and Israeli officials. Now, hold on. We have no idea how many people died. This is exactly the kind of thing that Wolf Blitzer was pushing two days ago that infuriated me and many Americans. Israel struck a refugee camp. No, Israel didn't strike a refugee camp. Israel struck a location where one of the commanders of the worst atrocities against Jews since Holocaust was hiding among the population. If Israel wanted to strike the refugee camp for the purpose of striking the refugee camp, it would have wiped it off the map, off the face of the earth. But it didn't. Ready for this? The Biden administration requested that Israel detail the thinking and process behind the recent strike at the Jabalia refugee camp in northern Gaza, according to a U.S. official who, like others, was granted anonymity to discuss sensitive conversations. So he was granted anonymity by whom? By Politico. So this is coming from the top level of the Biden administration. Leaking against Israel to put pressure on Israel. And it gives aid and comfort to the enemy. Knowing that Israel's under pressure to stop. Here they find a commander of the Hamas Nazis that slaughtered their people. And our government, check that, Biden and his lapdogs want an explanation. I remember Democrats, certainly remember reading about them, like Harry Truman, like John Kennedy. They would never do this. Ever. The idiocy of this. Administration officials urged Israel. So these are confidential discussions they're having, which is bad enough. But now they're leaking against Israel to our media. Why? Because our media suck. Because our media hate our country. They hate Israel. Because they're filled with people like Jeremy Barr. Because there is a, a symbiotic relationship between this administration, the Democrat Party, and the media. And so now Israel's the enemy, just as I said would happen. Israel's the enemy. Because Israel's winning a war. They're not allowed to win a war. They're allowed to strike back, but then they have to go home and wait for the next strike. But Netanyahu's not Biden. He's not Thomas Friedman. He's not Jake Tapper. He's not Dick Durbin. He wants to save the lives of his people. The U.S. asked for an explanation of the first attack of Jabalia, said the official, adding the conversation was in the context of, quote, asking Israel to do more to avoid civilian casualties. And what should they do? Surrender? How many Israeli casualties have there been? Do we know? 
Do they even give a damn? No, they don't. Politico goes on being the stenographers, being the mouthpieces for the Biden administration and the enemy. From the beginning of the conflict, the U.S. has asked questions of Israel about their goals and how to achieve them. Their goals and how to achieve them, Mr. Producer? What's their goal, Mr. Producer? To destroy Hamas, is it not? And urge them to avoid harming citizens, the officials stressed. However, U.S., quote, support for Israel's right to defend itself remains solid. You understand what I'm saying? This is the lie. Our support for Israel is solid. Just like our support for Ukraine is solid. But we don't want Ukraine to actually win. And we don't want Israel to actually win. We view the whole world through the lens of Afghanistan, where we surrendered. But at least we're not there anymore. But what about our hostages there? Uh, We don't remember them. We don't remember them. A House Democrat. This is Politico. Going to all the Democrats, the administration officials, much like the Post. Andy Bates, what do you think of Mark Levin? I hate him. Good, you should. Because my goal right now, multiple goals, is to defeat your administration. You're destroying our country. Excuse me. A House Democrat familiar with the U.S.-Israeli conversations said the administration, quote, has been pushing very hard in private on the Israelis to ease back. What does that mean, Mr. Bidus? To ease back, particularly after the bombing of the refugee camp. They didn't bomb a refugee camp. The House member added Democrats are preliminarily discussing measures to penalize Israel should it not change course, such as, quote, actual enforcement of existing human rights vetting. I wrote a whole book, The Democrat Party Hates America, just as I wrote a whole book on unfreedom of the press. This drives the press and the Democrats nuts. I get behind this microphone and I tell the truth and I tell it the way I choose to tell it. That is with passion, with substance. And look at this. This is predictable. And I told my nephew when he was going overseas to Israel to fight the terrorists, I'm not going to let you down. I'm not going to let America down. I'm not going to let people who believe in freedom and humanity, people who believe in good and seek to defeat evil, I'm not going to let any of them down. I don't care what the sick bastards at the Washington Post and these other places have to say. It doesn't matter to me. They give aid and comfort to the enemy. Politico right here. Stenographers for Biden. They go... The administration, too political. Remember that long piece in the Washington Post about, from Ben Rhodes talking about how he lied to the American people, how he played the press, including the Washington Post, how they used so-called experts to advance their talking points, even when they knew the talking points were false about Iran. We're in this place today because of Biden and Blinken and their media. We're in this place today after peace was breaking out all over the Middle East, but they hated Trump so much, it didn't matter. They rearmed the enemy. They can call it whatever they want. That's what they've done, and the enemy knows it. And now the, all the heat's on Israel. 
to come up with a solution to what Biden has created. And more directly, what the terrorists have created. All the heats on Israel. You're not humanitarian enough. You're not saving enough lives. We demand an explanation. They're blackmailing Israel. They're threatening Israel. Either you surrender a humanitarian ceasefire. Now they call it a humanitarian pause. You know, they got their all propaganda work now. Or we're going to turn on you. Look at this Democrat in the House. Notice how they're all cowards, like the coward at CNN. The spokesperson who wouldn't give his name. One of the worst Supreme Court decisions in American history is New York Times versus Sullivan, where they took the guts at a libel law. Because today I would own the Washington Post. Not Bezos, me. I would own them. But the Supreme Court gave them effectively immunity because I'm a public figure. I'm a constitutional lawyer. I know the ins and outs of this stuff. And one day that, that decision will be reversed. Because it's not a decision that defends free speech. It's a, it's a decision that defends sleazeballs with a press pass. It goes on. There are mechanisms in place to achieve what we need to achieve, says the Democrat lawmaker, like the Leahy law that prohibits assistance to countries committing human rights abuses. Whenever we provide military assistance to partners, including Israel, we do make clear that that support must be used consistent with international law to include the law of war and obligations related to protecting civilians. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Patrick Ryder told reporters. We are now going to use human rights laws against the state of Israel. These are threats purposely put in Politico. Their private pressure backstabbing of the state of Israel is now public. One senior DOD official went a step further saying that in a private conversation, Pentagon officials have been asking the IDF to, quote, think through their operations and take into account the lives of innocent civilians. Now you know why I keep talking about our border. Are there any human rights laws we can use against the Biden administration? And if the Israelis and the Israeli military listen to these Pentagon officials, these stupid Pentagon officials who gave us the surrender, the chaos, the anarchy, the death in Afghanistan, These stupid Pentagon officials who are giving Ukraine just enough so that the Ukrainian people keep fighting and dying without any prospect of defeating the Russians because of this administration. Now you know why Biden and Thomas Friedman and Ben Rhodes and Obama and all the other reprobates want to take out Netanyahu. Because so far, despite the enormity of the pressure, he will not buckle. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or a 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new gold IRA company integrity checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA company integrity checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious Metals now, even though Jeremy Barr, the the putrid uh, fool over there at the Washington Post, goes to Andrew Bates, Andrew Bates is a proven liar over at the White House, a proven liar, uh, and he lied about and covered up uh, Biden's Barisma meeting. This was covered in Breitbart, and White House Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates misled the press in 2020 uh, when he denied that a meeting between then-Vice President Joe Biden and Burisma Board Advisor Vladimir Pozarsky in 2015 took place, a meeting that was confirmed last week. In October 2020, the New York Post revealed an email from Pozarsky on the laptop of Biden's son, Hunter. And in the email dated April 17, 2015, Pazharsky thanked Hunter Biden for inviting him to the White or to Washington to meet and spend time with Joe Biden. So here we have a guy, Andy Bates, who I think is an anti-Semite. I mean, after all, he doesn't know the difference between were and weren't. I think Andy Bates is an anti-Semite. In addition to a liar. And here he is, a proven liar. And that's good, because that's what Joe Biden wants around him all the time. Liars. And you can see the symbiotic relationship between Biden and the media. Look at this political piece I just read to you. They have anonymous individuals, Democrats in the House, anonymous individuals, Biden appointees at the Pentagon, anonymous individuals at the White House, telling Politico... Pressuring Israel, you better lose this war. You better back off, and we're going to use human rights violations against you. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship. Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, The battle lines are drawn here in America. 
between those who support democracy and those who mimic terrorists. The Democrat Party does hate America. They have, as I've said, a Hamas wing within the party. You won't find that in the Republican Party. They run 95-98% of the media, which gives Hamas the benefit of the doubt and voice. And Many of those hostages Hamas took, they're terrorists who hide behind the civilians. They do that for CNN. They do that for the Washington Post. They do that for the American media. For the very reason that you hear what they're saying now. They do that for Politico. This is what they do, and they all know it. Why is Biden doing what he's doing? Because in the end, Biden is a street, loathsome politician who cares about one thing, himself. Enriching his family and his future presidential run. Words gone out from Michigan, where there's a significant Muslim population in Dearborn and elsewhere, from the Democrats, that he's losing support there. It's a swing state. Words gone out from other Democrats in other states, where the Muslim slash Arab population is not insignificant. Where he's losing support. Polls show. One poll I think showed that he was at 17%. It's part of the Democrat Party coalition. I've said to you many times before. And I think Jeremy Barr could vouch for this Mr. Producer. Being the intrepid reporter that he is. Those people marching in the streets. Those people making Grotesque statements about Jews in Israel. If they vote at all, they vote Democrat. They don't have a home in the Republican Party. They have a home in the Democrat Party. They have representation in the Democrat Party. They have representation in the media. And this, this game where, oh, we have an article criticizing this, and then that, that doesn't fly with us. We're not left-wing Democrats. We understand how this works. Politico did not write a story about U.S.-Israeli relations. Politico wrote a story regurgitating what the Biden administration wanted out in the media. That's why Jeremy Barr wrote the piece that he wrote. This is how it works. This is why you despise them. But now we have a life and death situation. Our border's wide open. People are coming into this country. We don't know who the hell they are. We don't have Washington Post, New York Times, CNN reporters trying to figure out what's going on and who are these people. They're not asking questions at the press briefings at the White House every day. They don't care. They want to carry Biden to victory. And now... My God, ladies and gentlemen, about four weeks since the slaughter of Jews, since babies were pushed into ovens. Human beings butchered, women raped, hostages taken. Now Hamas is the victim. No, no, not Hamas, Mark, the citizens in Gaza. Israel's the perpetrator. 
And now the Biden administration is demanding explanations from Israel and leaking it to the public through their favorite media mouthpieces. So part of their base can see we're really working this thing. We don't really trust the Israeli Jews. Trust us. We don't really. Of course, we support them. That is their fight. But we don't trust them. And the one nation that is civilized, the one nation that believes in protecting human life, is the nation now that's being pressured by the Biden administration. The same Biden administration that opens that damn border to anybody who wants to come in and all the fentanyl that can pour into this country. Like they're on some moral high ground. Unbelievable. We're taking names of media, corporate media outlets. We're taking names of reporters and opinion makers. I am. We are here. Forevermore. Who will be remembered today, tomorrow, and a hundred years from now. And I'm thinking very seriously of writing a book about them and it some point in the future. Using names. Using quotes. Using statements. Using their tactics to demonstrate how just like the media in the 1940s did what they did. The media today is even worse. There's no way to cover up what's taking place because the enemy is proud of it. They're proud of what they've done. So it's worse. The media knows exactly what the enemy has done and is attacking the victim. History will hold Jeremy Barr History will hold Jake Tapper, Andrea Mitchell, CNN, MSNBC. Once again, the New York Times, the Washington Post will hold them accountable. But I'm going to hold them accountable earlier. While these people are alive, while these institutions are run by these different corporations, they will be called out. They will be exposed. Jeremy Barr has not written an article calling Talib an anti-Semite. Others have called her an anti-Semite. I have. But he hasn't. He chooses who he wants to quote and what they say. Talib is an out and out anti-Semite. It's not a dispute about the word were and weren't. Were and weren't. Did he say weren't? Or did he say were? No. She's a Jew hater. Omar, Jew hater. AOC Jew hater. The percentage of Democrats who voted against this resolution that I talked about earlier, depending on which resolution we're talking about, but the resolution I'm talking about is almost 12% of the Democrat Party in the House. In the House. It's amazing. You know, Jewish people, we know that we can't survive without the help of what I call and we call righteous Gentiles. That is, people who aren't Jewish have no connection to the Jewish community, but people who are nonetheless people of God, 
and understand good and evil and right from wrong and morality. The media do not. You do. You do. The same media that hate America, the same media that cover up for the Democrats, are the same media that hate you and that are reporting what they're reporting. If the Democrat Party cares about human life, why won't they lock down that southern border? Human life of people on this side of the border, human life of people on the other side of the border. Why won't they do it? If the Democrat Party cares about human life, why doesn't the Senate right now under Chuck Schumer, the Democrat control, pass a law that says there are to be no abortions of viable babies? Even take that limited measure. They won't do it. Those people in the street, the anti-Semites, those are Democrats. If they belong to any party, they belong to the Democrat Party. The people in the media who take Hamas press releases and spew them, those are Democrats who do that. The people in the media who've spent the last year trying to topple Netanyahu because he's a strong leader, those are Democrats. The people in the media who supported critical race theory, Democrats. The people in the media who support the sexualization of your children in elementary school, Democrats. They carry the water for the Democrat Party because they are the Democrat Party. They're not going to silence me. Not now, not tomorrow, not ever. Remember what I wrote in the Democrat Party Hates America at the beginning? This book isn't written for the media or official dim of the Democrat Party. They don't matter. We know who they are. We know who they are. And the irony is, was it the word were or weren't? And then they take that as an anti-Semitic trope. And yet then they say, but we're not anti-Semitic. Just because we push the Biden line. Let me tell you something even more, which I've said before, but now that they're all listening. The Biden administration is anti-Semitic. Just as the Franklin Roosevelt administration was anti-Semitic. Just as Franklin Roosevelt was anti-Semitic. That's the history of the Democrat Party. That's today's Democrat Party. And now what they'll say, well, Blinken's Jewish and this one's Jewish and that one's Jewish. So they will use Jewish to try and immunize the radicals who are pushing these agendas. And then they'll say, don't use Jewish. Don't talk about Wolf Blitzer. Don't criticize him. You sure that wasn't weren't, you said? You say it was were? You sure? Even remember you said? Doesn't fly. It's never going to fly. And it won't fly. The media in this country does not believe in a free press. The media corporations in this country believe that 
they should be able to do and say whatever they want. Anybody else should be crushed with lies, with slander, because the Supreme Court has protected them. These are corporations. Jeremy Barr works for a corporation that helped cover up the Holocaust, and he's proud of it. He's proud of it. CNN is a corporation that's had any number of anti-Semites, some of which they've had to remove, a conga line of them on their network. And I've asked you publicly, and I've asked them now, if you're a host and you work for such a network, why don't you resign from it? You know, I am very, very proud, despite what some people say about Fox, to be working at Fox. If I don't want to work there anymore, I'll leave. If they don't want me to work there anymore, I'll, they'll, you know, they'll ask me to leave. But we don't have that kind of relationship. If you really want to know what's going on in the Middle East, if you really want to know good from bad, if you really want to know who's evil and who is righteous in this war, if you really want to know what's going on militarily, if you really want to know what the Biden administration is up to, and how they're stabbing Israel in the back and they're abandoning that country. We're on the precipice of victory. They do not want Israel to win. Because part of their base doesn't want Israel to win. Because they rearm the enemy. And the enemy is pressuring Biden because he's weak. Then watch Fox. Or Newsmax or OAN. Or read the independent media outlets out there. Not the ones that front for the Democrat Party, like Mediate. Not the ones that front for George Soros, who's funded groups that promote anti-Semitism, like Media Matters, which, incidentally, the media use Media Matters. Media Matters president has said the most disgusting things about Jews and other people, and they go to that site and they use the information on that site for research. For research. It's so corrupt. Now you know what it was like in the 40s. Except it's worse when it comes to the media. As I said, the media back then covered up. The media today promotes. I want to move to something else when we come back. The Associated Press... A federal appeals court temporarily lifted a gag order on President Trump in his 2020 election interference case, writes AP. The latest twist in the legal fight over the restrictions on the former president's speech. Now, here are the media that claim to believe in free speech in the First, in the first Amendment, but they only believe it applies to them and serial murders. That it doesn't apply to Trump, after all. This was a panel on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia. Panel of three judges, all Democrats. So that doesn't mean that they'll eventually rule the right way. They're all appointed by Democrat presidents. But still, they want to take a look at it. This eventually needs to get to the U.S. Supreme Court. For all I know, they want to take a look at it to uphold it. Time will tell. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans, about a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation, and Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day, but they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this noble cause. And you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service. And Pure Talk's plans start at just 20 bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, unlimited text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and make the switch. Let's rally together, show our unwavering support for our veterans, get the best service at the best price as well. Visit puretalk.com slash Levin, puretalk.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and switch to Pure Talk today in less than 10 minutes. It's the right move, and it's the American way. When this order was first issued by Chunk, and I immediately went online and spoke to you on the radio and told you how utterly unconstitutional it was. And of course, we come under attack when we defend liberty, such as the Bill of Rights and specifically free speech, by the usual miscreants and malcontents in the media and the Democrats. Here you are in the middle of a presidential election. The government is leaking left and right. That is the Biden Department of Justice and prosecutors. We've compiled here 48 examples. And that was months ago. It's probably much more than that of leaks that had to come out from the government, whether it's the DOJ, the prosecution or somebody at the court. And under this gag order, Donald Trump would not be free to criticize the prosecutor. He'd not be free to criticize any witnesses. They'd be free to leak And in the case of witnesses, pretty much say whatever the hell they want to say in the middle of a presidential election. And I also pointed out back then, this underscores the fact that this Judge Chunkin is a political hack. She pushes up the schedule to jump in front of the other federal case that was was first filed by the same prosecutor involving the documents. She spoke with the uh, judge in... New York, in the other New York case, uh, to make sure that she could go first. She wanted to go first. She's going first. It's in the middle of a presidential election, and it underscores how she's interfering with the election. She didn't have to muscle this case in during or before the election, but she did. And then issues the most outrageous order I've ever seen when it comes to free speech. Outrageous order. Preventing Donald Trump from responding to his political opponents, responding to leaks, because they say he's threatening people. He's not charged with threatening anybody. He's attacking them, and that's okay. I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans, about a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation, and Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day, but they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this 
global cause. And you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service. And Pure Talk's plans start at just 20 bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, unlimited text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and make the switch. Let's rally together, show our unwavering support for our veterans, get the best service at the best price as well. Visit puretalk.com slash Levin, puretalk.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and switch to Pure Talk today in less than 10 minutes. It's the right move, and it's the American way. Liberty's Voice, Mark Levin. Talk with that voice now, 877-381-3811. My voice is so melodious. Everybody comes up to me and says, you have a radio voice. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? Not really. You know, I have a significant amount of audio here from Anthony Blinken today. And I'm not going to play it all, but I want to play one for you here at least, maybe a couple. But I want you to listen to this, this two-state solution stuff. Israel should never, ever, ever support a two-state solution. Never. Because they will now give a country from which all the terrorists can operate and nobody will be able to stop them. That is, nobody will be able to stop this country from being a terrorist nation. Look throughout the Middle East. Look throughout the Middle East. What is this two-state solution stuff? This is an ideological objective that Obama had, Obama-Biden, Blinken is Deputy Secretary of State, now the Secretary of State, Sullivan has always had. These are ideologues. It's the ideology of the Thomas Friedmans, who hates Netanyahu and undermines Israel at every turn. It's the position of Ehud Barak, the former Prime Minister, who really hates his own country. Because he seeks to give so much of it away to the Palestinians. How can anybody, after what Israel's going through right now, what we're witnessing here in the United States, how can anybody support a so-called two-state solution? When clearly Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, and scores of other groups and countries keep talking about Israel and the final solution. And weapons are, sound, are, are now so advanced. Just imagine... And who's going to stop this second country from aligning with Iran? Our country under Biden is rearming Iran. Can you imagine another country, a newly formed country? And who's going to form this country? So I want you to listen to Blinken. This is why I'm telling you now, this administration, despite the fleets out there, they really haven't done anything. And despite what they say is the most hostile American administration against Israel since the Obama administration, and I would argue it's even more hostile now. Keep that in mind when you watch what's going on, when you read the media. Keep that lens on your eyes. You heard me read the Politico story. An ally doesn't do that to an ally. The United States leaking that story, multiple parts of the government, as well as Democrat Party, took Politico If you're a true ally that stands with Israel, you don't leak stuff like that. But now they're out in the open. Listen to this Antony Blinken. And he's in Tel Aviv today. And he's not in Tel Aviv to give his support. Cut one, go. The United States continues to believe that the best viable path, indeed the only path, is through a two-state solution. Now let's stop. What does he mean the United States? It's the Biden administration. That's one branch of... 
two elected branches of government. Has Congress been heard on this? No, Congress has been kept in the dark pretty much. So the United States does not believe in a two-state solution. The Biden administration, which controls the executive branch, believes in a two-state solution. Go ahead. That's the only guarantor of a secure Jewish and democratic Israel. No, it's not. It ensures the final solution. Where did these people come from, Blinken? At Ivy League. Okay, what else? The Obama administration. What else? They have this radical ideology. Truly radical ideology. Sort of the J Street ideology. Which does not believe Israel should be a strong and independent state. It believes in this two-state solution. It believes in a very weak leadership in Israel. It believes in leftism. Leftism. Now, just use common sense. You're not the Secretary of State. I'm not the Secretary of State. And yet we get it. We get it. There's no way that Israel can tolerate, quote-unquote, a two-state solution when there's not a single Palestinian authority, whether it's Abbas or whether it's the Hamas terrorists, who truly believe in a two-state solution. You know, they tried it with Arafat and Ehud Barak. This is why the Democrat Party in America, the New York Times and the media in America, this is why the Biden administration, and prior to that, the Obama-Biden administration, this is why they hate Likud, this is why they hate the conservative parties there. This is why they hate Netanyahu. This is why they tried to topple him. This is why they pushed for a coup. They almost had a civil war there until Hamas attacked. That's why Israel wasn't really ready, because they were being undermined from below. And this is what's happening to our own country with open borders, with a media that is, that is outrageously pathetic. And so our enemies are looking at an opportunity either to hit us with terrorism or hit our allies like Taiwan, they see it. It had nothing to do with, well, Israel and Saudi Arabia almost have a deal in their back pocket, which, by the way, the Biden administration was sabotaging because they wanted a two-state solution, really, before there could be a Saudi or Israel deal. They wanted Israel to give up more land. The tiniest nation imaginable, the size of New Jersey, surrounded by 400 million Arabs and Muslims, Enormous amounts of land, barren land. But no, Israel has to give up more land. This is what I mean. These people have double speak. They talk in code. They do it in the, in the Washington Post, Jeremy Barr. They do it at CNN, Jake Tapper, among others. They do it at MSNBC, Andrea Mitchell. And they certainly do it at the White House. By the way, Saturday show on Life, Liberty, and Levin, we dig into all of this. Big time. Make sure you check it out, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And Sunday, killer show about current events and all kinds of things going on with our buddy Ted Cruz for the full hour. Both times, 8 p.m. Eastern, same great network, Fox. 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Truly, you don't think you're going to watch it live because you have other things to do or you're just not sure. Go ahead and set your DVRs now. 
Continue a cut one, please, Mr. Producer. Go. Guarantor of Palestinians realizing their legitimate right to live in a state of their own, enjoying equal measures of security, freedom, opportunity. Just and listen dig- to this idiocy. This sounds almost as stupid as the democracy project under Bush. There was a point at which you could be persuaded that that would work, but not anymore. Not anymore. Iran is essentially run by Iraq. Excuse me, Iraq is essentially run by Iran now. So that was an experiment that was tried and failed. So listen to Blinken. Listen to how nonsensical. Where is the evidence? Where is the evidence in a single country outside of Israel and the Middle East? Where is the evidence? That people seek freedom, opportunity, and democracy. Where's the evidence in any one of these countries? They're all led by either monarchs, terrorists, or dictators. Does that sound, how many more experiments do you need? This administration is destroying America. It's undermining our security at every turn, whether it's the border, whether it's the wokeism of the military, and by the way, internally, whether it's destroying our law and order and enforcement. And it will literally destroy Israel. Literally, if its policies are adopted. Ehud Barak would adopt these policies. Netanyahu says no, and he's under enormous pressure He's viciously attacked by the American media, viciously attacked by liberals in his own media, viciously attacked by his judicial oligarchy, where he's trying to re-democratize, if you will, Israel, that really lives under the iron fist of a judicial oligarchy. And he's called a tyrant. That's like me being called an anti-Semite. By anti-Semites. Doesn't work. Nobody's buying it. Not with Netanyahu, nobody. Go ahead. The only way to end a cycle of violence once and for all. That's, that's amazing. So the only way to end a cycle of violence once and for all is to create a Palestinian state. Ladies and gentlemen, if we don't defeat these people in the next election, I think the world's going to burn like we've never seen it before. We are going to pay, we Americans... A horrifically steep price. Horrifically steep price. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans. About a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation. And Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day. But they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this 
cause. And you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service. And Pure Talk's plans start at just 20 bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, unlimited text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and make the switch. Let's rally together, show our unwavering support for our veterans, get the best service at the best price as well. Visit puretalk.com slash Levin, puretalk.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and switch to Pure Talk today in less than 10 minutes. It's the right move, and it's the American way. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, just to finish what I had started on the Sapella Court, three of those judges who were ruling, two appointed by Obama, one appointed in May by Biden, the district court judge appointed by Obama, that's three Obama judges, one Biden judge, Maybe maybe we will be struck by lightning, but they could be taking up this gag order case in order to uphold it or uphold a significant part of it. But either way, that's a pathway to the Supreme Court, an emergency hearing. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 3811. You see, ladies and gentlemen, we, the American people, are not going to throw in with the squad, with the anti Semites, with the colleges and universities, and many of the students there. We're not going to throw in with Jeremy Barr. We're not going to throw in with Jake Tapper. We're not going to throw in with the Democrat Party press. Joy Reid. We're not going to throw in with little Dick Durbin. We're not going to throw in with any of them. You and I both know, we all know, that Israel has Gaza City surrounded. And this notion of a humanitarian pause, which is a fabricated theory, is not humanitarian at all. It is the opposite. And you know, if the media 
wanted to be humanitarian and the administration and the Democrats, they would urge Israel to move on faster, to get it over with. There must be no two-state solution. There must be no, call it what it is, ceasefire. This must be unrelenting. It must be brutal. And it needs to be done competently, but as swiftly as possible. That's what needs to be done. And I want to read something to you about the American media. Now, I want you to ask yourselves a question. If the media are going to lie about the Holocaust, they will lie about anything and everything. Essentially, it's the Democrat Party. British journalist Claude Cockburn once wrote, all stories are written backwards. They're supposed to begin with the facts and develop from there, but in reality, they begin with a journalist's point of view, a conception. And it is the point of view from which the facts are subsequently organized. This is chapter six. The New York Times betrays millions of unfreedom of the press. And so it was when it came to reporting about the Holocaust. And when I say Holocaust, I'm talking about also what's going on today in terms of October 7th and thereafter. Where, among other things, journalistic groupthink and other professional malpractices, suppression and outright self-censorship came together to create a monumental betrayal of millions of European Jews and the American public. And in what was the greatest example of American media recklessness and deceit ever perpetrated by the press. And they're at it again. And they make no apologies. In 1984, Dr. David S. Wyman, he wasn't Jewish, in his book, The Abandonment of the Jews, explained that one reason ordinary Americans were not more responsive to the plight of European Jews during the Holocaust was that very many, probably a majority, were unaware of Hitler's extermination program until well into 1944 or later. The information was not readily available to the public, because the mass media treated the systematic murder of millions of Jews as though it were minor news. Yet on December, excuse me, yet on November 24, 1942, unambiguous evidence of the Nazis' ongoing extermination of European Jews was made publicly available, but was largely ignored by the media. Quote, lack of solid press coverage in the weeks immediately following November 24 muffled the historic news at the outset. Let me give you an example right now of what's going on. If I'm not the leading, I'm certainly among the leading, outspoken on multiple media platforms, radio, TV, digital. Advocates for the state of Israel against those states and individuals who seek to destroy it. This is well known. Exposing the New York Times repeatedly and the rest of the media and its conduct. 
And yet the way government works, the way the Democrats work, is the Biden administration is working with CNN, working with the Washington Post, working with Politico to get its narrative out. And its narrative is they actually know more about what Israel should do than Israel knows because Netanyahu is a reprobate who needs to be removed. And by the way, in the media, Mark Levin needs to be removed. So Netanyahu, you see, is destroying Israel and Mark Levin's an anti-Semite. This is what the Biden administration wants. This is what the media wants. Because nobody has been more relentless in pounding and pounding and pounding the media than I. And they deserve every inch of it. And it will not stop. In fact, it will intensify. So he goes on. In fact, newly released documents prove that Allied powers knew firsthand of the mass murder of Jews by December 1942. As first reported on April 18, 2017 by The Independent, a British newspaper, newly accessed material from the United Nations not seen for around 70 years shows that as early as December 1942, the United States, the United Kingdom, and Soviet governments were well aware that at least 2 million Jews had been murdered. And they further... Five million were at risk of being killed and were preparing charges. Despite this, the Allied powers did very little to try and rescue or provide sanctuary to those in mortal danger. It sounds like the administration today. We got two fleets sitting in the Middle East. As I said, sitting in the Middle East. And this is how Biden shows that he supports Israel. Well, we sent two fleets. What do they want? In late December 1942, British Foreign Secretary Anthony Eden told the British Parliament that German authorities, not content with denying to persons of Jewish race in all the territories over which their barbarous rule extends, the most elementary human rights are now carrying into effect Hitler's oft-repeated intention to exterminate the Jewish people. And now we have others who want to exterminate the Jewish people. They said it, Hamas. And our administration is telling the Jewish government in Israel, cease fire. Hamas says, we're going to destroy you no matter what. We're never going to stop. Day in and day out, they unleash this horrific atrocity. And now our administration is telling the Israeli administration, step down. When the Israelis are surrounding the enemy. And then they're pushing a two-state solution. And these, you see, are the people that Jeremy Barr serves and regurgitates and works with. I wonder what Andy Bates thinks about that. The United States, Dr. Wyman asserted, quote, two or three clear statements from Franklin Roosevelt would have moved this news into public view and kept it there for some time. But the president was not so inclined, nor did Washington reporters press him. In retrospect, it seems almost unbelievable, he says, that in Roosevelt's press conferences, normally held twice a week, not one word was spoken about the mass killing of European Jews till almost a year later. And the president had nothing to say to reporters on the matter, and no correspondent asked him about it. This is the press. The same press. The same press. 
Surely the New York Times, I wrote, with its wide reach, resources, access to foreign sources of information, reputation as the foremost newspaper in the country, large Jewish readership and its Jewish ownership would do everything possible to investigate and disclose the horrors of Jewish genocide. But the opposite was true. Just as the opposite is true on CNN. Wyman explained that, quote, the Times, Jewish-owned, but anxious not to be seen as Jewish-oriented, was the premier American newspaper of the era. Remember, Wyman's not Jewish. It printed a substantial amount of information on Holocaust-related events, but almost always buried it in the inner pages. And the Washington Post? Jeremy Barr? Media. Media reporter. Quote, the Jewish-owned Washington Post printed a few editorials advocating rescue, but only infrequently carried news reports on the European Jewish situation. Why? Why? See, I know the history of the media, and I know the history of some of these people in the media. And they don't get a pass, whatever their faith is. They don't get a pass from me. And so to try and turn my words from where to weren't, it's not going to work. No matter how many White House spokesmen are asked, no matter how many corrupt Democrat media personalities say what they say. The other Washington newspapers provided similarly limited information on the mass murder of European Jews, he said. And most of the other press, quote, outside New York and Washington, press coverage was even thinner. All major newspapers carried some Holocaust-related news, but it appeared infrequently and almost always in small items located in inside pages. American mass circulation magazines all but ignored the Holocaust. Radio coverage of the Holocaust news was sparse. But it's the ideology of the media today is even worse. As I said, the enemy has put out videos and put out statements and said what they're going to do. And so who gets attacked? Me. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Is a disgrace. What he's doing today and what he's doing now for his own. Political interests. Because the Democrat Party. Pulls together these various constituent groups. And some of them have such diverse interests. But they vote for the same people. It's as an example. You have many union workers who work in mines, steel mills, metal processing plants, who work on oil rigs, oil pipelines, and so forth. And they will vote for Joe Biden. Not in as big a numbers as before, but so will the people who are trying to put them out of work. The radical, phony climate change, Ivy League types, Ivy Tower types. They vote for the same person. And so you have in the case of the Democrat Party, you have people from APAC who vote with the same people from CARE. Because they're Democrat. And so Joe Biden is trying to keep together this coalition. And so he makes it, we support Israel, but two-state solution, do not destroy Hamas, and Israel is killing citizens. It, it is so grotesque so grotesque and uh, 
There are others, too. As I go through my book here. The press, nowhere in the declaration were the Jews even obliquely mentioned. Another scholar, Lipstadt, noted a phenomenon of the press simply ignored. That is, when they were talking about the slaughter that was taking place in Europe. There are three scholars and more, but three that I'm aware of, that have written the definitive books on the New York Times and the rest of the media. Three professors. And then I come around, non-freedom of the press, and write an entire chapter on it. One of the reasons I'm despised. Now, Jeremy Barr is supposed to be the media reporter for the Washington Post. One of the newspapers that covered up the Holocaust. Even though it was owned by a Jewish family. This is what I call self-hating Jews. <gasps> no, it is what it is. This is history. This is life and death. And never has Jeremy Barr cracked open this book. Now, a book I wrote about the press that was a New York Times number one bestseller that I quote from behind this microphone to millions of you and hundreds of thousands, if not millions, have read this book. And chapter six is there. And never has Mr. Media at the Washington Post said a thing about it. Instead, he runs with a Media Matters spin and hit job. Because Jeremy Barr would have been very, very comfortable writing for the Washington Post during the Holocaust. Because then, too, he would have attacked anybody prominent or prominently speaking out against the anti-Semitism and what's taking place and what the, the individuals, the terrorists who want to slaughter the Jews are doing and saying. Now, having read these three books, having written my own book, they think I'm going to sit here and shut my mouth? The New York Times was the worst perpetrator. And it was owned by a Jewish family. The Washington Post was one of the worst perpetrators owned by a Jewish family. They're the anti-Semites. They are the anti-Semites. I embrace my faith. I practice my religion. I go to Israel. I'm friends with Prime Minister Netanyahu. I'm on a radio show where the vast majority of listeners are not Jewish. And those who are listeners, not exclusively tend to be Orthodox Jews. And I insist on the truth. I don't play games with words. I don't regurgitate what any politician tells me. I'm not a source to speak as if it's me when I'm speaking for somebody else, like the media do in this country. This is history. This is reality. And it's repeating itself. Jeremy Barr. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Unbelievably, the New York Times and other newsrooms. For the New York Times and other newsrooms, the effective cover-up of the Holocaust was not the first time. They knowingly censored the horrors of genocide while it was occurring. From 1932 to 33, Soviet dictator Joseph Stalin starved the people of Ukraine, resulting in the mass genocide of millions of Ukrainians. Bruce Bartlett, writing in Human Events, explained that the Holodomor, or Great Famine of 1932-33, was the culmination of a long struggle between the Soviet state and non-Russian nationalities. They starved these people to death, millions of them. The top reporter, the main reporter, was a New York Times reporter in Moscow. And that reporter was a mouthpiece for Stalin. A mouthpiece for Stalin. And he got the Pulitzer Prize. I'll be right back. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. All right, let me find what I just sent. And we will now post. Ladies and gentlemen, Washington Post reporter Jeremy Barr cited Media Matters when regurgitating a smear on yours truly, even though he knew that the president of Media Matters is an anti-Semite, even though he knew his own newspaper had reported on it in the past. And Barr works for the Washington Post Corporation, even though he knows it helped cover up the Holocaust. So wouldn't that make Jeremy Barr an anti-Semite, Mr. Producer? I mean, one would think, I invite Jeremy Barr to come on the show and defend himself. Wasn't that long ago, Eric Wemple, yes, that's his name, Wemple, he wrote a piece in 2019 in the Washington Post, Jeremy Barr's employer. Media Matters president apologizes for offensive statements on old blog. Oh, an old blog. Angelo Carasone, this is the Media Matters Soros guy. The president of the Media Watchdog Group, you see, Media Matters knows what will happen when his organization publishes a big scoop on a conservative personality. Media Matters president wrote a blog post about, quote-unquote, not me, him, Japs, Jewry, and Trannies. was the headline written by the Daily Caller. And this, of course, is how the Washington Post reports on this kind of a sleazeball. There are other troublesome entries highlighted in the Daily Caller story, including the post wherein he calls his boyfriend adorable despite his jewelry. These snippets popped up on the Daily Caller site, and I want to thank the Daily Caller for being a real news operation. Not long after Carison's group busted the co-founder of the Daily Caller, Fox News, what does that have to do with anything? 
Well, because Eric Wemple is forced to explain the truth about the anti-Semite who heads Media Matters. But he's apologized, so he's okay. And this is the source that was used by Mediaite, Dan Abrams' group, the Daily Beast, another radical leftist group. But most importantly, this is the source that was used by Jeremy Barr at the Washington Post. The Washington Post that covered up the Holocaust. The Washington Post that was aware of who Carasone is. And yet in the Washington Post that covered up the Holocaust, Jeremy Barr uses the Carasone spin and twist. Isn't this sick? Yes, it is. In a prepared statement sent to Eric Wemple blog, is Eric Wemple still with us? Carasone said, in part, it's true. I wrote some gross things on my blog while I was in college. Few post-parroting living my life as if I were a self-loathing, bigoted, limbaugh right-winger. See how it goes? And every time Media Matter takes some meaningful action, some awful people bring it up to try and stop us. And every time I will acknowledge that the writing was gross and apologize because the context only explains it doesn't excuse, reads the statement. It only explains, it doesn't excuse. So he trashes Rush Limbaugh in defense of his own sleazy past. The Washington Post, which has a horrendous past, horrendous past, attacks the Daily Caller for exposing Media Matters president's horrendous past. And Jeremy Barr, Mr. Media Reporter, uses his platform on the Holocaust-denying why, or cover-up at the time, Washington Post, with a Media Matters story from a bigot who runs Media Matters to attack me. You see what I'm saying, Mr. Producer? Is that fairly clear? This same... Me- Meanwhile, the media attacking the only Jewish country... Jewish state, if you will, Israel. And what are they going to do? Apologize one day? Washington Post still hasn't apologized. What are they going to do? Is Jerry ba- Jeremy Barr going to apologize? Media Matters won't. This is, this is what they do. Mediaite won't. They're too stupid. Are they going to apologize for what they're doing right now? They think this is fun? They think this is a game? No, I don't think so. They're hated by you because they deserve it. They are liars and they are propagandists. They know exactly what they're doing, and we know exactly what they're doing. And in this case, they're covering for Joe Biden, who is now demanding that Israel lose. All this talk was BS. Those two fleets are in the Mediterranean right now. Sitting ducks, not doing anything. Of course, they'll have to do something if they're attacked. Hopefully hit more than two warehouses. And maybe one day they'll be put into use, depending on what Hezbollah and Iran do. 
But as for now, they're there to show that Joe Biden's really tough on terrorism and really supports Israel. But Mark, look at all the armaments he's sending Israel and tell me which president did not do that. This needs to be understood in a more universalized way. Israel is fighting terrorism that if there was no Israel would be aimed at the United States of America, would be aimed at you, Mr. and Mrs. America. It already has been. We used to talk about 9-11 as the greatest attack on the American homeland ever, even worse than Pearl Harbor. Killed nearly twice as many people, virtually all of them civilians. And who perpetrated that? Who? Yeah, we know who. Well, Israel doesn't want to fight anymore a 21-year war like in Afghanistan or a 75-year war like they have had to in Israel. They want to get it over with. Blinken says the way you get it over with is to surrender like we did in Afghanistan. The way to get it over with is to allow Hamas the opportunity to escape. And they're now surrounded. It's to allow Hamas the opportunity to regroup, to be rearmed. And to allow other enemies of Israel to regroup, rearm, to reorganize, to strategize. Rather than, rather than have to defend against an Israeli army that is quite serious about what it wants to do. And so Biden and his people leaked to the media, of course, to the Post, to the Times, to Politico, to CNN, and all the rest of them, because they know, they know that there's so many elements within the American media that despise Israel as they despise you and me. And they know, all being Democrats, that Biden's message will get out there unchallenged. It'll get out there anonymously, unless, of course, they speak out loud about it. In fact, Blinken today was so brazen in Tel Aviv, it's, it's unbelievable. He demanded a two-state solution. Demanded it. He demanded that Israel back off. He demanded it. Who is this punk? Was he elected by somebody? He doesn't represent the United States. And when is Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, going to step up? Never. He didn't even step up to stop the Iran deal, although he voted against it. But I am told by many senators behind the scenes, including one Democrat, that he was lobbying for Obama for the deal. Behind the scenes. The only people really standing up for Israel right now are, in the, are the Republicans in Congress. Some Democrats... All Republicans, all of them. All of them. What would we see an editorial in the Washington Compost crediting the Republicans for standing with Israel and the Jewish people? Never. How about in the editorial pages of the New York Times? Never. Never. What would we see the editorial headline in the New York Times that says, Rashida Tlaib, anti-Semite. Never. What will we say the headline on one of those Chirons at CNN? Omar, anti-Semite. Never. 
ever. And yet that's exactly what they are. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The Democrat Party Hates America. This book is the most important book I've ever written. This book will put all of what you see and hear and read in context. All that's swirling around us domestically and overseas. This book was written for this moment, even though it was released in September. That's the nature of a book that's not about oneself or some single topic or something like that. That's the nature of the books that I write. So if you don't have a copy yet, may I encourage you to go to Amazon where it's 45% off, a little over 16 bucks, get a copy. Maybe bring a few to Thanksgiving or, or hold on to a couple for Christmas and Hanukkah. But whatever you do, we need to get this into the hands of as many Americans as we can to help turn the corner in this country. It's the Democrat Party Hates America. You can get it on Amazon.com, 45%. Every major book retail store except Barnes & Noble, pretty much, and every major warehouse store. We want to thank them all, all who've participated and make them available and believe in the First Amendment. Grab your copy. Those of you who've heard me talk about it, now's the time. And don't forget, I'm now on Saturday and Sunday on Fox, which drives the Washington Post and their surrogates nuts. Screw them. Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Big, big, important show that explains exactly what Biden is doing in the Middle East and all over the country and doing to the United States when it comes to foreign policy. This isn't surface level stuff. It's very substantive. And on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, a full hour, Ted Cruz and I getting into issues like only Ted Cruz and I can. If you can't watch live or you're not sure, set your DVR. Now, we go to America every Friday in honor of you. Here we go.
your copy. The Democrat Party Hates America Before You Forget, or if you're at Costco or Walmart or one of those great retail stores or bookstores, grab your copy or online at Amazon. You got to read this book, seriously. And don't forget, Saturday and Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Great Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, truckers, freedom fighters all over the, all over the globe, our brothers and sisters in Israel. Good night, Spritey and Griffey and Pepsi. Good night, Zelda, Smokey, and Gigi. Good night, Indy. Good night, Barney. Good night, Patton. Good night, Ronnie. Good night, Marty. Good night, Dad. Dad, I'm standing tall no matter what they try. Good night, Mom. Good night, Leo. Good night, Joe. And God bless each and every one of you. Good night, America.